Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Fouts, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hi there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 8, Episode 23. Now, Chris, a bit saucy tonight. Where would you like to start? <laughs> well, Dave, a little bit different. We've been talked about that when we do the impressions of Davy Day on Facebook um, <laughs> a couple of people laugh at it so I think we need to have a Davy Day off Dave I think we need to to pull the impressions out so if you want to go first I'll let you go first and then I'll uh, no you you have issued <laughs> the challenge so I think you need to go first <laughs> a warning would have been nice <laughs> No, let's not give you a warning, Dave. Let's just drop you in it. But uh, okay, so we're just going with you're a liar, Dave. Okay, uh, go on. Okay, you're a liar and an actress. Go on, go on, Dave. You do it better. Go on. You're a liar. You're an actress. That's See, it. I'm that's not sure it. if mine's Italian or Welsh. To be honest, no. The liar is going. You're a liar. Yeah, that that's uh, you're better than me. Well. <laughs> The, the thing is, right, you, you are convinced about this fucking radar prediction. Let's start there then. With Davide and Ekinsu. And obviously, during the sexy dance, she gave him a bit of, uh, a bit of a kiss there. Chris absolutely does not count. <laughs> Dave, listen. I am always correct in this this instance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. The amount of abuse I'm getting is unbelievable. <laughs> um, what I would say, Dave, is sometimes, like you said, a clock is correct twice a day. <laughs> I may throw things <laughs> all over the place, but I'm not wrong, Dave, on these things. 100% accuracy. I don't look at reviews. I don't actually look at statistics. I just look at what I think in my head and go with it, Dave. <laughs> no. So, uh, I mean, uh, actually, before we get into the rest of the, the heart rate challenge, do you want to talk a little bit about before we got into that? Because, Chris, yesterday we talked about how many red flags there were with Jax, and I think we just saw more of that tonight. Yeah. Didn't like it at all, Dave, with page obviously after the whole heart rate thing they were sat together she straddled him the chatting away and i just don't like his dialogue dave i just think he, he really and i've liked him up to this point but his fucking attitude when he's when he's being challenged on anything is he, and he is right i'm not saying that there's some of the things he says like grow up or whatever you know like the tasha situation some of the things he's right it's, it's childish and we'll talk about that but his dialogue to page was out of order and obviously that's why him and Gemma are not together and when he spoke to Gemma, fuck me dave what a dickhead yeah i i think it was it was obvious from tonight okay that's why they split up you know and she said she didn't trust him but you can tell as soon as they, they start to get below that surface level, it just gets really angry really quickly. And he did exactly the same with Paige. And I think, yeah, that, I, I think at one point, probably during week three, maybe last week, I was thinking, oh, they, these seem to be going quite well. But now uh, there's something not right there. He just lacks that emotional maturity to just have a fucking conversation normally. 
Yeah, I agree, Dave. I agree. I mean, don't get me wrong. Gemma told him to fuck off. So you know what I mean? She, she, but I think she just had enough of his attitude, wasn't it? Because she'd already said to Luca, my ex is feeding you information. And, and, and Jax is like, well, I'm not telling him everything. But it's like, well, you shouldn't be telling him anything. Mm. How can you, you? I know it's a, a very, very unusual uh, scenario. Uh, it's a closed box where they are. You would never, ever have your ex talking to your current squeeze or your boyfriend or whatever he's, he is. But I think Luke has taken it in, Dave. I think there's stuff going on we're not seeing because I don't understand. Gemma, Gemma's just level-headed, if I've got to be honest. What a change in character and, and the way she's been portrayed. It, it, she's just really, really, she's been brought up the right way, I think, at, 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 in dealing with people. She's very mature. Yeah, I, I just think she just doesn't suffer fools and Jack is a bit of a fool. And the problem is with Jack in Luca's ear, I mean, Luca doesn't need any encouragement to be more fucking needy at all, does he? No. So uh, it, it isn't fair, really. And, and I thought when she told him to fuck off in the end, I, I thought she was well within her right. He was just being a bell end, and and that was the moment I thought, right, okay, that's what that's why they've split up. He's being a dick, and she won't put up with it. So yeah, it, it's a shame, but it just means for me that India and Dami now are the, are the only actual couple that I'm kind of rooting for now. Yeah, and I was rooting for Indian Dammy because I'm, I'm sort of jumping ahead, but the heartbreak challenge, they took it all on the chin that they didn't make each other go. Yeah. And, and Ian Sterling was funny and went, well, they're obviously like a married couple already. I was busy with that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. But, Dave, let's talk about well, I'll tell heart- you who didn't, Chris. Tasha. Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Dave... I've got to say, Tasha, fuck me, she's immature. Absolutely pathetic. Now, we're watching it, me and Sam, and Sam's like, I'm not into this at all. Like, it, it just doesn't, it seems like they're just like on show everybody, you know, doing the thing and that. And I've got to say, some of it's proper racy. Like, it is like, it is part of Love Island, but it does border on like, is this too much? I think it's, I think I tend to agree with that slightly. But I think with Tasha, it's like you can't control how someone's body reacts to someone else. It could just be that moment. And also the producers know what they're doing because it was so obvious that Danica made this play for Andrew from nowhere before it. And Danica was going to be the one that got yeah. his heart racing. That was so obvious. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like we've been saying for a while now, Tasha just lacks that emotional maturity as well. She was doing kind of what Jax was doing. You know, she was just in a right old sulk. Just because it's like, oh, you know, I should have been the one to get your heart racing. And Chris, I have to say, I completely agree with you about it being racy. Was it me or was it just a bit more racy this year? Just the way it was shot and everything, the dances themselves. It it did seem to push the boundaries a little bit more than at least I, I, I remember in my head thinking back to previous seasons. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think that. I think the way it was edited was so different this year. You're right. Usually it's done for fun. And there is racing and the guys and the girls are doing their thing, but it's all done for fun. And you get everyone's like laughing and squealing. But some of the things they were showing, Dave, like some of the girls, they were pulling them, bending them over. The girls are stranded. The guys are there putting the crotch in the face, you know, the way they were going down. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we're just getting old, but I'm the same. I, I did think it was a slightly different tone this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, back to Tasha, I, I, I do think she's just, she's done the same as Jax in that, you know, I've chosen you now, Andrew, 
And so, you know, you need to be absolutely all in on me, you know, and, and I'm going to get the off if there's the hum, if there's any kind of sign of it, of it being different. So, yeah, I think that was, that was a bit annoying, but I did appreciate the drama, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Dave. And I mean, I know Jack said so, like, you, need, you know, she needs to grow up, but what can she do? She's doing that stupid love art thing at the start. He's the one for me and blah, blah, blah. And then it just switched again. Let's be honest, Casa Amor, she's off, Dave, right up a drain pipe. And I did like the fact that Danica made a play for Andrew because he gave Andrew, and I saw that on Facebook, Joe had put, and a few other people have put like on our Facebook page saying it's given him a bit of respect back, a bit of confidence in himself, you know, because yeah. he's settled for her just basically in becoming a cup, basically. He's just letting her do whatever she wants and he's he's not allowed to even question her and she, she's so scattered. I think you're right more than anything. I don't think necessarily she's a bad person, but she's very, very immature. I went in on a little bit yesterday. I think you're right. I think it's more immaturity than it is um, malice. And she doesn't see her own surroundings or her own actions. Look, it's part of the game. She can go and fucking get with whoever she wants. That's Love Island. If this didn't happen, the show would be shit, wouldn't it? We say that. But I think consistently she's done this and she's not changing it might, it, this thing with Andrew might give her that perspective of thinking, I'm not so secure in myself. I'm not, he is a catch. I do want to be with him. It might be the best thing for the relationships. You might like knuckle down, mm. but I just can't see it. It's just, it, it started off so imbalanced, hasn't it? You know, and maybe if the Danica and Andrew thing had happened earlier on, you know, and they could have both got to know other people and then realized, you know what, we really like each other and and then come back together but because it started off in this way where Tasha's had more of the attention and then Andrew seems to I, I know you use the word settle there I don't think it's it's quite settling is it he just really really likes her so he's not really interested in getting to know anyone else um you know even when Danica was talking to him Andrew's like so who's next on your list <laughs> <laughs> he's not bothered at all but because of that whole heart rate thing and because of Tasha, you know, she's saying, no, oh, you know, she's decided she's really happy with Andrew. She self-sabotages all this stuff. Despite the fact Charlie didn't fucking pick her in the first place. You know, I think yeah. that was probably what bruised her ego a little bit in, uh, you know, right at the start of all of that. So, uh, you know, I think it's just got this imbalance. And uh, again, it's, Let's see where it goes before Casa Amor, but I, I just don't, I just don't see it happening post Casa Amor. No, me too. And and I think looking at some of the dances, Dave, fucking Charlie, get give everyone the ick. He's supposed to be going towards <laughs> the girls, does the worm away, and everything he did just looked so inappropriate. Probably because there's a twenty year <laughs> age gap between him and all the contestants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was not good. And I tell you what, Chris, uh, yeah, I actually felt quite bad for him though. It was just clear, not just from the VTs, but like the, the actions of the girls and everything. I, there's this clique developing with the boys, isn't it? You've almost got like the muscle club. You've got Charlie, Jay and Davide, and they always seem to have their morning chats away from all the other boys. Yeah. It's weird the way that's developed. Yeah, I know they're pretty similar age, aren't they? 26, 27, 28, but... Uh, 34. Or, or 40, 45, 34, <laughs> or Jay. Jay's not far behind, but I agree with that. Maybe it is, and it, it, there is a, a camp split which you don't usually see. Well, everyone seems comfortable with it. We've not seen any dialogue where anyone's 
slating the, you know, the guys haven't fell out or anything. So I don't know. I don't know what, what uh, that comes from. It could be because they're all OGs and these other three have come in. They're not OG. Well, David is an OG, but he came in the same day, didn't he? But the, the other two have came in afterwards as, as I'm going to quote air quotes, bombshells, mm. Dave. So maybe it's that, but yeah. Dave, come on. We've skated around this for long enough. And I did see on Facebook, uh, Zoe had put, we're only going to acknowledge the reality radar when David A and Ekinsu have got the three years down the line with a kids or something like that taking the <laughs> Are people going to acknowledge it? Because Ekinsu wants him back. He's all smiley. He's loving all this. And he, he's trying to play it like he doesn't want her. Dave, she's picking him next episode. Charlie's gone. She ain't picking Jay because he pied her off. It's 100% David A and Ekinsu. And I am here for it. I'm taking all apologies. I've got a thread on our Facebook page for apologies. I want, and you still won't acknowledge it, Mister One Percent. So come on, let's hear it. <laughs> you know how you love it when you you double down and then you do that John Snow gif or the meme yep. where where he's like facing down all the horses. That is me right now. I am not fucking accepting it, but quietly. <laughs> All right, there's a little gap. Maybe the 1% has increased a little bit to 5% now because there's no doubt that Ekinsu would have Davide back. But she's the one who who ultimately was doing the sneaking around, you know, and, and kind of betrayed his trust. It's Davide that I just don't believe will open that door again. Now, because Ekinsu's making such a play and the girls have got the pick next time, all right, she might pick him, but that doesn't mean they're actually together and there's there's like a future. And when I say a future, I don't mean three years down the line. I just mean in this show. So I think wobbling a little bit, but no, I just don't see them getting back together. I just think Davide is the sort of person that once you've crossed that line, there's no going back. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave. He's got no <laughs> choice in this matter. If he wants to stay in the villa, he's getting with Ekin soon, my friend. And I will say, Dave, I got friend Terence over Look, on Twitter. Little Davide. <laughs> yeah. Little Davide can clearly have his opinion because he did. When she comes out in the fucking sexy bride outfit, little Davide was whispering in his ear. You know what I mean? It, it was but <laughs> <laughs> Big Zabaday is the one who's not going to be having any of it. <laughs> we will see, Dave. And Terence even said to on Twitter, he went, it is happening. Tell Dave to get the spoon out for that humble pie. I'm sick of Andrew. He's such a sim. <laughs> <laughs> Paige is being silly. So many red flags with Jacks. But anyway, forget what he's... Uh, uh, Terence, amazing. Thank you, mate. And someone else backing me up, Dave. I think the next T-shirt line should be, I believe in the reality ra- radar, Dave. That's what the T-shirt should be. Exclusive <laughs> for the people who believe in it. And then you should have your own reign saying, I don't believe in the reality radar. That'll tell quite a lot of things, Dave. Fuck the reality radar, I will be mine. How dare you, Dave? How dare you? There's another one for the swear jar. <laughs> Yeah, that was you this time. So, Dave, I think uh, (laughs) we've got a recoupling coming. It's obviously the the certain ways it's going to go. I don't know whether the Tasha Charlie thing's completely finished, but I do think with the girls having the say, I think everything will go as I think, and I think Ekinsu will be with David. Joking aside, I do think that's naturally going to happen. And 
it's Danica then, because she made a play for Andrew. It's whether they let her pick before Tasha, which would be truly magnificent, because then Tasha would go with Charlie. So I think Jay's on his way out, Dave. I mean, do you think we'll have any more bombshells coming in this week? We, we will have after the recoupling, I think. I think we right, won't right. have it. Uh, this is my prediction, but but I do think that um, Jay's the one who's looking like he's on thin ice, because even if Danica does pick Andrew, Tasha would then pick Charlie. So I think Jay's the one. I don't see anybody connecting with Jay at all. No, he was kind of he made a play for Paige being the popular one, and uh, it, it just didn't really work out for him. But if Jax carries on, maybe you know that isn't a completely closed door. So who knows? It, it does depend who picks in what order, doesn't it? You'd I, I think I'd expect. Obviously, if Tasha picks first, she'll she'll go for Andrew. Danica, we just haven't seen, have we, in the edit? So usually that's a, a, a telltale sign that the producers are looking to uh, manoeuvre them out. So I don't know. The fact that you've got even numbers right now just makes me wonder, are we going to have something a bit odd? If they're not going to bring in a bombshell to uneven the numbers, um, are they going to have like a popular vote and get rid of someone that way? I, I don't think they—they're not going to have surely a, another recoupling with even numbers uh, uh, two weeks on the bounce. Mm, that's true. That's true. There, there'll be something, Dave. There'll be something. I think Castro Moore's in about ten days from what I was reading online. So I think we're looking at about a week on Sunday potentially or the back end of next week. So one way or the other. Mm. They might only bring one or they need something because obviously they've got to keep it fresh and different things. When Castro Moore comes, that's when it flips on its head, doesn't it? So we'll we'll see as we go into next week. Awesome. Now, Chris, anything else from tonight? No, Dave, I think uh, that's it, to be honest. I think uh, I'm, I'm exhausted with everything tonight. It was a good one. We've not had any emails off any of our wonderful uh, listeners. So thank you for everyone who's emailed in uh, so far, guys. It's brilliant. All the interaction. Chris and Dave's reality TV cast on Facebook. Get over there. We're at 220 followers now, which is brilliant. And everyone's contributing and having a chat. It's so good. Everyone's got different perspectives on that. And it's just dead nice. Nobody is you know, kicking off or anything, which is unusual for the internet, Dave. It's just a lovely set of people. It's really good. And <laughs> we have put on there, yeah. you've, you've uploaded um, the designs we've got for the reality radar and that. So if you do get a chance, guys, uh, get over there and uh, see what you think. Well, it's been, the feedback's been really well, Dave. So you did well there getting them together, mate. And uh, yeah, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And obviously, if you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So Get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast if you want to support us a little bit more. We do appreciate everybody who's supported us past and present. So today's roll call of honour is Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren Haley, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Helen, Joanna, Amy, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Tom, Zoe, Kristen. I'm going to get this wrong again. Mag- Maggiori and Gavin. So I'm so sorry on that pronunciation as well. Please correct me if I'm wrong, guy. Uh, Maggiore, so I'm so sorry. Anyway, thank you, guys. And Dave, great episode. And I cannot wait again for you to get your massive spoon out and all that pie. You better get on that treadmill, <laughs> my friend. Awesome. It's good to speak to you again, mate. And thanks to everyone for listening out there. Speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.